welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about politics. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast today. I got to have so much fun at the decision-making workshop. Got to see some people make some fun new choices in their life, so that was amazing. Um, I'm about to later today go do something that I've been wanting to do for a while, but been too scared, so... Um, I'm very excited about that. Um, but I have been thinking about politics. Um, I wanted to talk about this today. I recently coached a client on her political views and her boyfriends. This is something that I coached quite a few people on and just with, um, the United States having midterm elections. I I thought it'd be a good time to just spend some time, um, talking about politics political <laughs> affiliations. No, we're not getting into all the politic details. I want to talk about what to do and how to deal with you and your partner, maybe not being on the exact same page, how you maybe might handle that. Um, I know for me in my relationship, when I was first engaged, you know, I my husband and I had different conversations about politics and I knew like we generally aligned on like certain things, but then there were other areas where we were different. And I have in my family, my dad is very opinionated politically. And I found myself constantly kind of checking back and forth of like, okay, my upbringing, my dad's way of doing it is right. And my boyfriend's way of doing it needs to match that. He needs to align exactly with how my dad sees things. Um, And this is something I've kind of seen with clients of just kind of that sense of like, okay, does this person align or fit in with like exactly how I think and perceive things, which often tends to come from how do our parents think and perceive about things. Not 100%, but a lot of times that's where we start forming different different political opinions. And I noticed this sense of just kind of like checking him. And we would have conversations, but I would bring it up repeatedly. And I would come up with hypotheticals and like, okay, but what do you think about like, if this happens or if there is this person in office and then this thing happens, like then what? How do you feel about that? And whenever what he said aligned with like what I believed politically or what like my family believed, then I would have a sense of, okay, we're good, we're fine, this is going to work. And that happens sometimes. But then there were moments where His perspective didn't match what I had learned growing up. It didn't match my my parents' perspective or my family's perspective or mine. And so I would get really anxious and start to spin out and just really, really like kind of start digging into the question more and ask him more and more things about it and really catastrophize the fact that we didn't align 100%. And this might resonate for you guys because I know I've coached some of you on this of, you know, for some of you, you might not care about politics at all. Your thing might be, I don't like how much he talks about politics or it might be, I don't like how little they care. Um, 
But I think relationship anxiety tends to be very focused on avoiding conflict. We have a hard time dealing with other people having differing opinions or negative emotions. Now, this isn't just relationship anxiety. I think this is people in general. I think we as humans do this. We really focus on our way being right, our perspective, and how we view the world is the right way to see it. And we naturally label or assign other people that don't match that viewpoint as bad people and that they're wrong. So politics set aside is, even if that's not something your brain fixates on, I want you to think about this podcast just in terms of what to do when you have a different opinion, because that's going to be a thing. It's going to exist. Politics is just one specific area that tends to be very emotionally charged that we like to give a lot of focus to and that our minds really spin out about. And again, a lot of times you have seen probably the contention that can come with politics. You can see the anger, the frustration, and we really don't like those emotions. They're really scary to us. And so we're like, okay, how do we like shield and buffer our relationship from having that? And the natural answer in our mind is like, okay, let's make sure we agree on everything 100%. Then we won't have that. The problem is you're in, the, in a relationship with another human being and there's going to be different opinions. There's going to be areas where you don't 100% align. So I think a lot of times the temptation is to try to fix and make sure you match on everything in order to be in the relationship or to fantasize about and wonder of someone who does perfectly match everything. Um, and I think really first, it's important to one, like get clear on like, what exactly do you not align on? Where, where specifically is the difference that you guys have? Often, we just kind of will generally name call other people and just like assign labels to them without actually truly like knowing like where they stand on something. And I think we have a hard time actually knowing that because it is so charged and we have so much emotion around it and we make so many assumptions. So being able to know how to deal with those emotions and anxiety, doing your work on that so that you're in a space that you can more clearly actually hear your partner and where they're at and actually truly understand their perspective and understanding yours as well. Being able to see like, here's where we align and here's where we differ. And then pause because your brain's going to automatically make that a problem and want to fix or solve for it. But you guys having different opinions is not automatically this horrible thing. This just shows that we're human. 
Now, there might be some areas that you decide, like, I cannot be with someone that has this different opinion on this topic. But if you've been really overanalyzing and going back and forth and trying to rationalize, there's probably some gray area or some topics that might be okay for you to have a differing opinion on. And I would even offer more often than not, that is the case. I think we just get so polarized and needing to 100% agree or disagree that we just have very little tolerance for the areas where we don't align. So if you that thing, the areas where you do conflict and you are open to and you recognize that it isn't 100% deal breaker for you, is taking that area that like kind of triggered disagreeing political or whatever it is perspective and separate that from the person right in front of you. So often our tendency is we want to attach what we see as the wrong viewpoint to the person. So like, let's say you, um, your partner doesn't believe in universal health care, but you do. And so you think that perspective is wrong. And so you then assume now that makes my partner wrong. My partner must also be wrong because this perspective is wrong. And so can you detach a viewpoint, a perspective, an opinion from a person? Because how they think about and how they perceive politics in the world is not who they are. And we know this because people's perspectives on politics and life fluctuates from year to year and even from day to day. There are people who shift. And now I know a lot of times we're like, you might question that a little bit because you see someone who may seem extremely this perspective or that perspective, but when we really like kind of talk over time, if you can genuinely like hear someone's mindset, it might shift in little areas. And sometimes for some people it shifts in big areas. There are some people that go from being conservative to more liberal or vice versa. There are big shifts, there are some slight shifts. Some people start to lean one way or another more over time. Many people just fall in the middle of a political spectrum. So because there is that shift, I the reason I point that out is just to illustrate that the political perspective itself is not who the person is. So even if you think the perspective is wrong, it does not mean anything about your partner. It's just a viewpoint or ideology that exists in the world. We get into problems when we attach ideologies to someone's worthiness of being loved. Our thought process is like, okay, he doesn't agree with me on this thing, so that means that they are wrong and therefore they are not good enough. They are not worthy of being loved by me. And so we have to separate those out of knowing like they can have a viewpoint that is different than ours and it means nothing about them as a person. And then the second thing that I think is so powerful is can you understand what's driving them? What are the the values that are fueling that perspective. 
people make choices and operate out of their values. And values are, like I believe all of us have good values within us, things that we desire that are good. And the way we manifest it outwardly looks different. But let's say, for example, you know, you are very for taxation, (laughs) taxing more and redistribution of wealth and your partner is more opposed to it. And we could explore, like you might, it might be easy to just assume, okay, well, my partner's just selfish and wants all their money themselves. Um, But if we can kind of understand like, hey, what's the value underneath that? Why do they want that? Well, the reason they are opposed to having as much taxation is they feel like the government isn't as efficient with it and they value autonomy. They value being able to have choice. And you might value um, caring for other people. And so that's why for you, you see that extra taxation is, okay, this is a way we can help people who are struggling. And your partner might actually share the same value. They might really share that value for caring for other people, but their idea of how that happens might be different. They might say, the way I like to do it is being able to choose who I donate to, being able to use my money to spontaneously pay for someone at the drive-thru. So I think a lot of times we might, we take a policy and we just make an assumption like this person does not care about other people, they're selfish, or this person is controlling or manipulative because of whatever we stereotype different political perspectives. But if we can understand what they value, we might be surprised at how much overlap there is. I believe people are well-intended and we have good in our hearts. We just have different ideas about how that good should be executed. So can you kind of identify and understand what are the values underneath? And even if you disagree with it, the how they're thinking those values should be executed, you probably will to some degree align with the value or it'll at least create some compassion or understanding for them. This is something my husband and I, um, one area we always disagreed on, this is not politics, but I just was thinking one thing with, we have areas of money where I value spending on some things and money more and he values spending money on other things. And um, we were able to do that with money of kind of understanding like, okay, why do you value this? What is this creating for you? And where we were focusing on maybe I want to spend it on this versus you want to spend it on this, once we could drop to the values, then it creates more compassion and connection. Okay, and then the last thing once you can do that is can you allow both perspectives to have truth or rightness to that? Can you see the gray? So often we want to bucket, label, just drop this political perspective, this party, this idea in this bucket as bad or right, bad or wrong, and this perspective as good and right. And I think our world needs more of being able to see the merit of both. And not that you have to 100% agree with or change your perspective, 
but can you create space to see where it does make sense? Um, and I've seen this with people um, with relationship anxiety. I think sometimes we can actually, either we're very set in this way is right and we get we have a hard time with someone differing or we feel like kind of a loss of a sense of what our political or value or opinions are on things. We feel kind of at a loss for that and we look for other people to define it. Um, and I think being able to find somewhere in the middle of like, hey, here's some of the opinions and thoughts that I have and they're subject to change. And I can see truth and beauty and make sense of this other perspective in some of the ways that it is why people value it. And I can see ways that maybe that idea is right. And I can see ways that maybe like this perspective is right. And I can also see ways their perspective could be wrong and same with mine. And that will just allow you to soften up It'll kind of drop that defense, that need to prove. And from there, you can have so much more constructive conversations. And guys, this doesn't just go for our relationships. This goes for us being able to talk about politics in general. This goes for us being able to disagree on things with in any aspect of life. We as humans are so based in fear and disagreement. And if you can do these three things of separating the person from their opinion, understanding the values that are driving them, and then allowing different perspectives to be right, allowing yourself to see truth and merit to both sides, you will be the kind of person who can bring peace not just to your relationship, but to your family, to your county, to your state, to your country, to the world. And that is what we need. We don't need more contention. We don't need everyone to agree that you're right. We need people who can create harmony and peace while working on the things they value. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye.